Hello, and welcome to Life Through Distorted Lens. This is Lindsay, your host. How long has it been? I think it's been a month since I've talked to you guys and girls and ladies and gents. I miss y'all. Um, if you couldn't tell from the last episode on what I was hinting on in terms of me being sick and having no energy, uh, I had one friend <laughs> reach out to me because she figured it out that... Well, I mean, uh, I am pregnant, so there's that. And I was really struggling with uh, even deciding on telling the internet that and my social media because I find it to be very personal and uh, I don't know. Like I've had people, I've had insane, degenerate, psychotic people send death threats to my husband in the past. Um, So I'm very cautious and wary about my personal life and bringing another uh, uh, perfect miracle human into this world, I obviously want to protect that with any and everything. I mean, I've already been protecting, been avid about protecting kids before getting pregnant. So speaking of pregnancy, uh, let's see here. I made a maternity dress uh, from a 1973 pattern and I've been uploading my images and how I felt about... First of all, there's a website called freepatternreview.com, I believe. That's what it is. Um, And you can post images of what you've sewn and how you felt about sewing it and, you know, rate the pattern. Great idea, great concept, great website. um, I've been using for years. But um, with this maternity dress, I wrote my honest review and added some details about how I was only able to get cotton fabric for this dress even though the dress didn't call for cotton fabric uh because we don't really have I mean there is a Joann's near us I just don't feel like driving all the way over there and what I wrote in the post is that I don't want to support uh let me just read what I actually wrote um crap that's not it oh I took a screenshot let me pull it up right here here it is this is actually my second review I went and edited it because I posted what I wrote and I looked at my review and I'm like, wait, where did I say that I don't support Joann's and their LGBT satanic agenda? Because it was somehow removed. And I've never seen that before where someone edits, someone on patternreview.com edits your review because it was, whatever, too much truthfulness or too much of, of an opinion. Um, I don't think I got an email about that either. So I was like, what the hell? I'm like, I don't remember editing myself. I would not have edited myself like that. Um, I wrote, you know, let's see, as always, I adore vintage patterns. They really go into detail in each, whatever, you guys don't need to know that, but, um, I guess I'll read it. Who cares? (laughs) I go back and forth all the time. They really go into detail in each part of the garment, which I appreciate. I find you cannot find the same attention to detail in today's patterns. Really unfortunate. I went with a 1973 pattern and chose the seventies fabrics for it. Sadly, the closest store Hobby Lobby only really carries cotton. So I had to go with the stiffer fabric, which bummed me out immensely. I will not support Joanne's who pushes the LGBT satanic agenda. So yay, Hobby Lobby. Then I wrote, edit. Let's see if this website edits that out, uh, that I didn't do not support LGBT anything. I'm a free American and can support what I wish. I do not support satanic cults. Apparently this website removed that in my first post, keeping tabs on you. So I took a screenshot of that because I was like, I mean, if the first one was that was removed, you know, me not supporting the LGBT bullshit that, um, Joann's absolutely does. Uh, I remember in uh, California, Joann's, the local one that I would go to, they started carrying 
trans flags that were like all sorts of, you know, ridiculous flags, versions you could think of. Like even, again, apparently they have an ally flag. I was just like, oh, and I remember I put up um, Save Women's Sports postcards on top of those things. Um, so, and then I get an email that is from Pattern Review website saying, I'm running to inform you that your recent review has been removed because it does not follow our posting guidelines. Respect and bold. Please show, please show respect toward each other's opinions and all posts. Let me just stop right here and say, what about my freaking opinion? What about my opinion and my beliefs? Oh, they don't matter? Somehow this satanic agenda totally trumps what I believe, which is reality and... <laughs> It's so absurd. I'm really tired of this, and this is one of the other reasons that you guys already know that um, I stepped away from the whole trans crap because uh, just that feeling of having your stuff, you know, you being um, deplatformed from, you know, Patreon. You by you, I mean me and my countless other people out there. It's not just me, obviously. Twitter. Facebook, uh, you, you guys know I've been booted from basically everything. Not even for anything like super controversial at all. You know, me, me just being like, I don't, you know, I don't support that, those people. Like, they, I, I want to be like, well, I am. I mean, as humans, you have the freedom of choice and you get to choose how you want to live your life. God gave us that specifically. Um, so if people want to do all that stuff, that's literally on them. That's not my life. Don't interfere with my life. Don't interfere with my kids. Don't push your crap on me and me just living my life, like literally just living my life. Also, this made me think that it just reconfirms that I think the internet is just satanic. And I know I throw that word around a lot. And for people that aren't spiritual in the godly way, biblical context, I think that that when I say that, it probably sounds like I'm crazy or whatever to an outsider if you just don't know. But once you start reading the Bible and um, God and the Holy Spirit grants you with uh, spiritual discernment, you can re you really start understanding uh, the evils of the world and how to be able to spot it. And so anyway, what was I talking about? I heard for oh, just the internet. I mean. It, if you're a Christian, you're not really, I, w I don't want to say this sounds corny, safe on the internet. Your your opinion, I would say, is not welcome on the internet in any capacity, really anywhere. You know, I was like, really pattern review? You know, pattern review is kind of like a basic 90s wet looking website. Like, there's nothing fancy about it. So I just didn't realize that they were like on top of that immediately. I didn't even know people monitored those, po whatever. Anyway, I guess it would because it's a posting form. Anyway, let me finish with the writing. And so let me reread that again because I interjected. Respect. I'm going back to the email. Please show respect toward each other's opinions in all posts and your tone and your language. Remember what I wrote? What was so bad about having an opinion that I don't support satanic cults and I literally do not support the LGBT agenda? That includes the LGB, by the way. I know in my older podcast, but when I was spiritually not walking with God, by the way, not a coincidence that I was like, well, well, you know, I was definitely backing up lesbians and homosexuals and being like, wow, if they're affected um, by their own rainbow cult, there's something going on, you know, with this tranny BS. So that was more from the stance I was coming from where I was like, wow, 
So I, I felt like I wanted to defend their degeneracy, which now I definitely don't have that stance. Um, so it's funny because, well, it's not funny. It's just like people's opinions definitely fluctuate and it's just part of being human. So it's, I'm sure people could be like, you're a hypocrite. I'm like, no, not at all. I mean, you can call me whatever you want. I am a human and I, I don't know. The only way I can really think about putting it is that I've, I have a lot of moments in my life where I fall away from God and it, and it shows and how I, um, walk this earth and how I talk and who I surround myself with, especially my God, the people I befriended, um, when I moved to California and I started cosplaying or continued cosplaying, really, you know, they're completely liberal or, or godless heathens. Uh, but so was I. I, I, I wouldn't say liberal, but, um, definitely godless, hedonistic, um, is that the right word? Is that, is that the same thing as heathen? Probably. I should know that by now. Define hedonism. Yeah. The pursuit of pleasure, sensual self-indulgence. Um, absolutely, it was all about that. I mean, my God in heaven, every convention that you go to as a costumer is all about self-indulgence. I mean, sure, you can go to a convention and not, like, become, you know, be an alcoholic and do drugs and do anal sex. Which, by the way, I didn't do all that, by the way. <laughs> I know for people that did, though. And I feel really, really horrible and guilty and awful that I've literally led people to Dragon Con to commit further sins. Like, I feel horrible about that. Um, there was a gay man that was kind of involved in our cosplay group um, that definitely did all sorts of homosexual stuff and drugs and whatever. And I was like, oh, good, I'm glad you had fun. Like, it's just so sick and sad, um, my past. I, I, I try not to be ashamed of it in, the, in a sense that I want to talk about it, though, because I, I want people to know my story. And I think especially here on my podcast, you guys have the, I would say, I guess, a treat of really understanding me on a deeper level. Um, so thanks for listening, honestly. Um, no one's making you listen, so I, I'm glad you guys get something out of it. Even if you don't agree with me, that's fine. Um, God bless you. <laughs> um, oh, oh, yeah, the whole cosplaying stuff. Talk about tangent as usual, but uh, I was going to say something about that. Um, dang, I forgot. Oh, well, just cosplaying... In general, like I, I obviously love the creative outlet it provided me, and it gave me that that awesomeness of learning how to further or furthering my sewing ability. And now I'm really confident in, in sewing. Well, not all the time, but um, I really grew with my skill in that. Um, and I love the challenge, and I love creating. I love creating in general, which is why I love cooking now in the kitchen as a woman does. Stupid feminism stuff, whatever. Anyway, that's this whole other story. Um, the cosplay world, I'm so glad I am out of it because it made me um, hyper-focused on myself and it wasn't healthy for my, you know, eating disorder brain. And it's a literal world filled with comparison culture. If you want to feel like shit about yourself, and this is obviously people that are more insecure about themselves, which is a lot of people, which in the cosplay world, let me tell you, is a lot of people. A lot of people. Because it's the artistic, creative types that are the ones that feel the most, are more sensitive, and are typically can be depressed and whatnot. Listen... Take it from, from me here as that artist who've gone through depression, eating disorder, uh, very emotional, overly emotional, too sensitive, whatever. I don't, you know, 
uh, just like any of that, by the way, it's made me me. Speaking of being overly sensitive, I used to take, I used to want to get like, um, I wanted to get uh, seen or felt feel like I was valid from Reddit. I used to post my makeup looks on this uh, subreddit called, oh, I forgot what it's called, something about makeup. And um, I remember I would get so upset when people didn't like it. They'd always say I look like a man, by the way. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I would find out being funny, though, because it was just so repetitive. And I'm like, I do have a jaw that it shows. Like, I guess people think that's masculine. I don't give a shit. Like, some people do have more masculine faces. It's, it's just interesting how sensitive I was about that then. Um, also, not gonna lie. Why would I lie? Um, it's just a phrase. Uh, like men created the makeup in industry and what I was focusing on was literally RuPaul's Drag Race. So a lot of the makeup looks I uh, experimented with was like drawn from uh, men, men wearing makeup. So like if you think about that and how twisted that is that a lot of women take their makeup tips from fucking, I, I'm trying not to cuss, this is the first cuss word. God forgive me. <laughs> Take their makeup looks, really uh, subconsciously, honestly, um, from men wearing make mimicking what it is to be a woman. How twisted is that? So then a woman wears that, and they wind up looking like a man because they're you get what I'm saying here. So I remember there's some looks that I did, and I just look at the photo. I'm like, dude, I look like a fucking man. It's wild. Um, anyhow, holy tangent. So, um. Let me see here. Let me finish reading. I didn't even finish reading that uh, review. Um, so let's see. I'm reading the email again. The PatternReview.com community is a global community, and its members have divergent views and different ways of looking at every issue. I'm like, yeah, bitch. So do I have my own views and ways of looking at an issue. It's not even an issue. Like, I'm sorry. What? I just I can't stand this whole. <laughs> Oh, the hypocrisy is outstanding with the whole rainbow flag cold. I hate you saying rainbow because it's, God, it's God's rainbow. Um, but I'm like, you guys are so accepting and you're so about inclusivity, but you won't include Christians or people that don't have the same beliefs as you? Get the fuck out of here, you liars. Liar, liars. Who is the father of all lies? Satan. Satan. So I'm sorry that I'm not literally not sorry. It's just a phrase again. <laughs> um, your agenda is satanic. Um, let me continue reading this thing. It's like I can't even get through it. There is nothing wrong in agreeing to disagree. Discussion is great, but has to be respectful. A lack of respect towards other members, the site, or its operators will result in your post being deleted or your account being suspended. Maybe I should just keep pushing this until I get suspended. Fuck it. I don't even care, man. I'm like, I'm going to delete. I feel like deleting my account anyway. If they're like, if they're this woke, what, what would I care? You know, I, I liked using these websites and also with the makeup thing on Reddit. It's insane how much I was into Reddit, by the way. I had a friend in San Francisco that worked at Reddit and gave me two Reddit shirts. Um, and I was like, oh, yay. Love it. Like, it's just so interesting and... I, to me personally, sad that I grew up with the internet, you know, I was neglected a lot by my family, didn't feel loved and accepted, um, and I found my, quote, friends or family with, like, strangers on the internet, which is so dangerous and awful, and we all know that's happening nowadays, even, like, tenfold. Um, it's really gross, you know, the whole, my whole existence on the internet has been 
insane. It's been a wild ride. And I can't say it's been good, man. Uh, one would question why, am I, why the hell am I still using it? Especially nowadays when everything is, oh, you're a, uh, a Christian who uh, knows the good news of Jesus Christ and the Bible. Oh, I mean, you literally don't have a place on the internet. It's, it's true. Like, I mean, unless you're on gab.com, um, and I find gab.com to be a little bit too, mm, anyway, uh, so yeah, please click on, the, click on this link to read our policy in depth. I'm like, I don't really give a shit. I don't care. Thanks for following our guidelines. I'm like, thanks for being a fucking hypocrite where you don't give a damn about my, my beliefs. Yeah, you'll support, whatever. I'm clearly going overboard with, uh, my feels about that. I thought that was insane. I definitely want to report on that. Um, and then the other thing that happened, uh, gosh, I don't have screenshots, which I super regret. This is one of those things where, you know, I'm commenting on the internet and I'm like, whoa, this is crap. Like there's, you know, obviously it's Pride Month and everyone's, a lot of corporations and companies are doing this Pride BS where they never have even remotely before, which is just also hilarious because like the virtue signaling and give me your money because you're gay or uncomfortable being in your own body and you think you're, anyway, excuse me, I don't like using the word trans, so I tried saying something else besides trans, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so there's this uh, organization called Spinning Babies and it's all about, which is, they're actually great, like, well, before I saw this, but Spinning Babies is all about um, doing daily exercises, um, especially if your baby is in the occipital, whatever, uh, posterior um, position where the baby, so when a baby is born, there's so much I'm learning about babies, obviously here, but when a baby is born, it's supposed to be born with, uh, let me think here with, okay. So it's your, your, say you're laying on your back, which by the way is a total BS position. And it was designed for, uh, men back in the day. I kid you not, um, read, Anime Gaskin's book called, I'm going to drop another book. No, I didn't drop it. Called Anime, well, it's it's spelled I-N-A, but it's spelled, um, pronounced Anime's Guide to Childbirth. Talks all about that, about um, um, the whole reason why women give birth on their back now is that some king back in the day, did I bookmark it? Let me see if I bookmarked it. I have a bookmark here, but I don't know if it's about that. No, but this is funny. Dang, I wish I'd, uh, somewhere in here. Some, is this Yes. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to just read it. I think. Hold on. I'm trying to make sure this is the same thing. First off, get this. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Um, I'm just going to start reading. Less than 150 years before De La Vallier gave birth, Dr. Wirt from Hamburg was burned at the stake for daring to dress in women's clothing so that he could t- attend a birth. Apparently, his cross-dressing was unconvincing to the other attendants at that birth, which I highlighted because, bring that back, dude, burning burning men at the stake because they were wearing women's clothing and per- trying to be deceptive. Bring that back. Bring it back. Anyway. Oh, once you're so hateful. No, not at all. I don't tolerate that stuff. Anyway, let me continue reading. The prohibition against man midwives, and midwives are... Women that are basically doctors, but outside of the, outside of the um, hospital, and it's a very obviously not hospital medicalized thing, and it's it's wonderful. And um, I have a midwife, and she's wonderful and Christian based, and I'm so blessed that I found her. Anyway, 
the prohibition against man midwives in the birth room began to break down with the invention of forceps, which were first used in England and France. Forceps reinforced the fashion of the reclining position in labor, as this is the best position for their use. In 1668, Francois Marcier published a treatise, tre- I don't know how to say this, tre- treatise on midwifery that recommended that women lie on their backs for giving birth. This recommendation was made for the benefit of the physician or man midwife who might want to use forceps, not for the benefit of the laboring woman herself. 200 years later, Queen Victoria became the first woman in England to use chloroform while giving birth. This event quickly popularized the use of various forms of anesthesia for labor, which led to a significant number of influential women lying down during labor. By the end of the 19th century, birth chairs were rarely used any longer. And birth chairs, um, I'm assuming they're the ones like nowadays, are like a U-shaped, kind of like a... um, Like it's just a U-shaped thing that you sit on that you can basically, that a baby can come down out of. It's a stool that is like a U that you sit on. It, it, it allows certain positions, especially squatting positions, are great for giving birth. Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, did I already say that? Okay. I think I already did, but I'll read it again. Oh, no, here we go. Fashionable, la- quote, you know, in parentheses here, fashionable ladies expected to lie down to have their babies. Giving birth in a squatting position came to be considered low class, far from ladylike. Given this history, it is not an exaggeration to call the supine position an invention of the Industrial Revolution. It is a male-derived position, one invented for the convenience for the birth attendant of the birth attendant. Uh, as women often realize when they are caught in the stra- stranded beetle position, which is on her back, it can be very hard to work against gravity when pushing a baby out. So this book, you know, has images of women giving birth back in the 19th century, uh, squatting. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, kneeling and like holding onto a pole. I can't even explain this one. Holding onto a tree branch and uh, kind of hanging from it almost on all fours and having your forearms on a chair, which a lot of people still do nowadays with uh, birth balls, which are basically exercise balls. Um, all just all sorts of positions that no one would be able uh, allowed to do in a hospital because they have all sorts of restrictions. Anyway, that was. What the hell was I talking about? Mm, besides that. Um, oof, excuse me. I don't know what I was talking about, to be honest. Oh, spinning babies, yeah. Um, and spinning babies also helps with breech births, which are births where the feet come out first. It is possible to give birth with the feet coming out first, but it's not really recommended um, from what I, from what I've kind of heard. So don't take my word on that. I mean, I that's just what I've gathered. So I need to like research it more. I know that... If you're in a hospital and you have a breech birth, they will absolutely do a C-section. If you have a midwife and you're you're doing a home birth or a, um, you know, doing the home birth experience in a facility um, that is not a hospital, sometimes they'll allow the breech birth. It just depends on your provider. So, you know, spending babies is great for that because you you do, you could, they give you all these positions to use that will help spin the baby um, or hopefully help spin it to a right position. Anyway, so this was posted a day ago on their Instagram, um, and I was following them, and it says, you know, gay pride, whatever, flag. June is Pride Month. At Spinning Babies, we honor and celebrate all pregnant parents and the positive role love plays in pregnancy and birth. Gay flag again, which is just so 
virtue signaling. Like everyone knows at this point, uh, companies that don't really support or give a damn about homosexuality and the LGBT anything until it's Pride Month, they just laugh at it. Well, they should laugh at it. I think a lot of, most people do. So what was great about this post, first of all, let me just also rewind and say what the image is. Hey there, one of the easiest and free things you can do to help on my podcast is to leave a Apple podcast review for this podcast. It is free, pretty effortless. It takes, I don't know, less than a minute out of your day. If you don't want to do that, you can support my podcast by heading to paypal.me forward slash LP Foster Kittens or become a monthly subscriber to my Subscribestar, which is subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. As always, thank you so much for listening and following me on Odyssey or YouTube, subscribing, hitting the bell, because I've been told that hitting the bell helps out a lot with getting notified that I'm even posting new content. So God bless y'all and let's keep trucking on y'all. It's a, it's a woman with short hair sitting on a counter with a shirt that says love, kissing kind of the forehead of a woman who's pregnant, um, who's like in her straddling position, and it's two women. And the comments were epic. Like 98% of the comments were like, how dare you erase what it is to be a mother or a woman? You know, obviously, you know, they're like birthing or pregnant parents. You mean women? There, and other people were like, how did that woman get pregnant? Because it's two obviously lesbians. Um, and I forgot what I wrote, but obviously, um, people were just not having it. And they're like, unfollowing, bye, unfollowing, unfollowing, and so on and so forth. So I went to go share that with my friend who knows what spinning babies is. And I looked at the post and I was like, what? They turned the comments off. And when you turn comments off on a post, all the comments are removed. So I was like, oh, hell no, you cow words. Not only that, not only is this whole thing about like women giving birth, you know, the magical, spiritual, amazing thing that women do in giving birth, they're now silencing women. What? So I messaged them. It's, it's loading. Hold on. And I said, why do you turn the comments off? Why silence women like that? That is even more disgusting than y'all erasing motherhood. And they're like, hi there. Here at Spinning Babies, we are committed to women and all people. Turning off comments was needed to maintain a safe space for all. If you are part of our community and feel a need to dialogue with me, this is, they wrote this wrong, you are welcome to contact me directly and we can set up a time to speak directly. Jennifer Walker at spinningbabies.com. How disgusting is that? Safe space? What the hell is, is unsafe about women voicing their opinion about their disgusting behavior of erasing womanhood? I'm, so, I'm just so sick of this. You know, this happened, this was two things in one day. Pattern review and spinning babies. Actually, spinning babies kind of me yesterday. Um, I'm just so tired. Like, I'm, I'm tired. I, I, part of me is like, I should reach out to this woman and like hand it to her, but I don't know. You know, I, I'm just tired. I'm like literally tired of all this, you know, and I guess this isn't a great thing to say, but I feel like, what am I going to do to change their woke stance? Um, I, I, I'm, I don't want to talk to them because I know how upset it's going to make me. And to be quite honest, 
getting emotionally upset and angry and having really bad emotions when you're pregnant has a has a serious sincere impact on on the baby inside of you growing so i like i just don't you know it's another reason why i've kind of well not even kind of why i've really hesitated um and by hesitate i mean not upload podcasts is it's just too much it's too much um <clears throat> i guess i could turn my podcast into something positive and like read from the bible or something uh that'd be cool where it wouldn't be about worldly bs um but it, it, I guess the positive part of it is that I, it does give me that outlet to vent. Um, and I think when people vent, people really resonate with that because they feel the same way. So that's sickening and disgusting and despicable, um, as usual. Um, so I was going to read some libs of TikTok disgusting crap. Um, but I wanted to read some stuff from the Bible about pride. Let's see here. Uh, let me see. I saved some of these. 1 Timothy 1.10 The sexually immoral men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. Hold on, it cuts it off there. Oh, what did I say it was? 110. 110. Okay. Mm. Um, hold on, I'm just reading the whole thing. Uh, this is first eight, Timothy. Now we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Understanding this, that the law is not laid down for just, for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine, in accordance with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God, which with which I have been entrusted. The next, um, I call them chapters, but uh, Christ Jesus came to save sinners. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll read that one too, because it looks, sounds good. Uh, what version is this though? I don't like this version. There's like a million versions of the Bible. I don't, um, ESV, I'm not about that one. Mm, let's try this one. This is, okay. Alright, well that just changed everything. Like it changed uh, what I was reading. Anyway, right, I'll, I'll continue on to something else. Uh, this is 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Is this what I just read? No, it's not. 1 Corinthians 6, 9. 6, 9. I hate, I'm trying, I should have uh, clicked into this because it just does like a snippet of what I searched, which is homosexuality. <clears throat> Nor thieves. I'm going to keep reading this. Um, all right, let me just re restart. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor ri rivalers, nor swindlers will inher inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Uh, this is Deuteronomy 22.5, pretty epic. A woman shall not wear a man's garment, nor shall a man put on a woman's cloak. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord your God. Which right there goes against uh, 
you know, trannies and the whole um, T of the LGBT BS. Uh, this is about pride. Proverbs 11.2. Excuse me. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. Proverbs 16.18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 8.13. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. Yeah, so when people are like, God loves everything, and he's like, I'm like, dude, God does not love um, um, pride and arrogance and all sorts of other stuff. All right, let me tell you, he will strike you down. Uh, let's see here. So, oh, I, can only, I can literally only tolerate a little bit more because <sighs> it's just it's too much. It's too much. Uh, this is... Um, my friend who I guess was watching Fox News streaming. And this is the corporate pandering of the LGBTQ extremists. This is a, uh, I guess, a, a commercial. And it says, Fox News channels celebrate Pride Month. Next slide is literally the LGBT flag. <clears throat> Yikes. And the next one says, America Together, LGBTQ plus Pride Month, all this month. And this is on friggin' Fox, okay? Which I don't give a shit about. I'm, I'm really over... Y'all know the whole Republican, uh, you know, I don't like Democrats. I don't like Republicans. Like they're the same side of the same fucking coin, same crap. They're all manipulated by a higher person, power group, whatever. And they control both of them. It's obvious, dude. Give me a break. Like, I think everything is all orchestrated. I think the whole Texas shooting that was at that elementary school was all orchestrated. hundred percent. Just like 9-11 was like, it's, it's just so obvious. Um, let's see here. Because they're using it for political gain. Give me a break. Beto and the guy, you know, the guy running for whatever in um, Texas. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just, ugh. Um, I, just, I, ugh, I hate covering this crap. It's so disgusting. I don't even know what Fatherly is. Like, Fatherly HQ. I don't know if it's a magazine, a streaming thing. Don't know. Father, fatherly.com posted, Pride parades and the Pride festivals that follow are noisy and crowded. They're filled with sites that may be nude kids, like public nudity and kink. <clears throat> Gross. Yeah. And it said, so is it appropriate to take your young kids to Pride? And the next one's like, yes. Nasty, dude. Like they, public, they want your kids to see penises and buttholes and men having sex. Because let me tell you, they do that at these things. Um... And kinks, which are just, I mean, I can't think of anything more inappropriate. Way to remove any sort of innocence from a child. It's just, it's disgusting. It's de disgusting. Degenerate beyond words. The whole drag queen story are BS. I guess now it's a runway show, so I take that back. It's a, well, it is uh, both. Has now gone to Botanical Gardens in the Denver Botanic. So that's freaking, ew. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me read this thing on their website. Denver Botanic Gardens, Drag Queen Story Time, and it shows literally like a toddler in a bee outfit. I mean, this kid is, it's a little girl. How old is this little girl? Watch it be a boy, who knows? Dress up as your favorite pollinator and join us for a very special story time in honor of Pride and Pollinator Month. What? Drag Queen Story Time with our wonderful host, Pollinator, will take place in Classroom 1. 
Storytime will be followed by a runway show where you can fly, flutter, and flaunt your pollinator persona. To celebrate the wonderful diversity of the pollinator population, the wonderful diversity of PayPal too. No! How about no? I rebuke you. In Jesus' name! All right. Uh, so these are the things I'm going to end on, I guess. Ugh. <clears throat> Ish. Taco Bell presents Nationwide Drag Brunch tour featuring men dressed as women. The popular fast food chain Taco Bell has been presenting so-called drag queen events at select cantina locations during the month of May, with additional events scheduled for June. The five-city drag brunch was the invention of Live Moss Pride, which sounds Hispanic. Taco Bell's 100-plus member LGBT employee resource group, which seeks to support LGBT communities both within Taco Bell and the communities we serve and operate in. <laughs> Here we go again with this language. We understand the importance of creating safe spaces for the LGBTQIA plus community, which, let me reiterate, not for me, white woman who is a Christian. I am not going to be in that. I'm not allowed in that safe space. So therefore, I am in the unsafe space area. What? Make it make sense. Anyway, uh, let me finish reading. <sighs> are thrilled to provide a unique experience that spotlights and celebrates the wonderful art form of drag, which, by the way, is so... Anyway, uh, I cannot interject with these damn sentences. And its influence and culture with their chosen families. Talk about global chief brand officer said in a statement. I'm out of here. Retarded. Each brunch is hosted by drag performer Kay Sadia. Kay Sadia. <laughs> Get it? And features local men and women who lip sync to songs while dressed as the opposite sex. Get out of here. I'm good. Get out of here. Here's another one. McDonald's deal for Mercury Retrograde. How to get a free, free McChicken or double or McDouble Tuesday Wednesday. What? Uh, this is disgusting. So McDonald's said in a statement that for a chance to get a reading. Uh, hold on. Let me run here. The Golden Arches is also teaming up with a tarot card reader and astrology expert Madam Adam, which is a freaking dude on TikTok, to offer select fans McDonald's-inspired readings on Tuesday. This is literally occult BS, satanic crap, okay? Um, McDonald's said in a statement that for a chance to get a reading starting Monday, fans need to comment with their name and zodiac sign on Madam Adam's TikTok or Instagram posts announcing that Mer the Mercury retrograde deal. Oh, I think Taco Bell is doing the same thing, too. Sick. I mean, this is so freaking sick. As if Offering free burgers and fries for you to get uh, vaccinated was not disgusting enough. This is just, or not satanic enough. This is, this is literally a cult. Like, Zodiac, star stuff, and astrology is all occult stuff, all right? Read it for yourself. That book I uh, rented from the library that I quick kind of, uh, I didn't even finish it because I, I felt like it's, it was all about, like, the history of witchcraft and the occult. And, you know, I, I only wanted to read it ow, to educate myself on the symbols, literally like, um, not archaic, what's the word, like runes, to see if they're putting that in video games, cartoons, and whatnot, so on and so forth, which they, of course they are, like, I mean, hell, I played games that were literally <laughs> satanic to its core, like, Destiny has Screaming Witches, rune. I mean, there's so many games that have, like, like, Witcher, I mean, The, the Witcher, hello, anyway, um, so... My mom was like, you know, I don't think it's necessary to um, really know everything that the enemy does. I think it's basically really dangerous to put to read that book and 
because it can, um, you know, persuade you and just, uh, it can pull you away from God. It can change your mindset. It can, you know, there's literally, I think that there's spirits and stuff about, you know, a book like that, that has all that information, um, it has a really dark presence. And I really believe that, you know, I used to have an, a book about Alexander McQueen, who I used to like idolize, even though he's fully, he was fully tormented by evil spirits, like a hundred percent. This man was, not only did he take his own life, but the clothing that now that I'm awake now, spiritually back then I was not. And I thought his clothing was like, I liked it because, uh, I was so insecure and I wanted something to give me like a, a protective shield. And he was all about like, he wanted to dress women. He wanted to dress women that people would become afraid of that woman. And I was like, yes, I want people to be afraid of me or like, which is what so many like goth and other people really want in their life. They, I think are, I find are the most sensitive people, but they put on this persona that makes you scared of them. So you won't go near them. They're, they're, they're really sadly damaged people. And I really feel for them to be honest. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I loved his, he, he's creative. He's, he's inventive and amazing in his own way. But now that I'm awake, reading through the book and looking through it, and even the cover, it's a kind of a, I forgot what it's called. It's not holographic, but it's kind of holographic in nature where you are holding it up and you turn it to the left and it's his face, McQueen. And then you turn it to the right and it's a skull. And like, even that right there is so morbid and dark and sinister. And so, um, I think from what I've heard to remove, um, um, charms and idols and, uh, things that you idolized over or burned or have like a really bad connection to things in your past. You really need to get rid of, there's still stuff I need to get rid of, to be honest. Um, and that was a book that I'm like, I'm not resonating with this. And my mom saw that when she was helping me move in here and was like, Oh, she was, it was like, she touched something like foul. She's like, Oh, this isn't good. Like, I don't remember what she said. She didn't say you need to get rid of it. And maybe she did. Um, but she's like, this is not good. Like, she put it, like, underneath other books and didn't want to look at it. And that really stuck with me. My mom is extremely spiritual and a very, very big Christian. And I, I really admire her and look up to her a lot. She's wonderful. Um, so I really took that to heart. And I thought about it a lot. And I was like, well, you know, I thought about selling it because it's really a nice book and expensive. And I'm like, well... It's like dirty money. Why would I want that money that is going to negatively impact someone else's life? Like, this money is not worth it. It's like sin money. Like, I don't, it's not about, it's not about the money. I don't want the money. I mean, there were these like yaoi, I forgot what it's called, you know, Japanese books that I had bought that were like exclusively from Japan and very expensive, by the way. And they have a huge cult following, like kind of underground following. And it's all about homosexual sex and knife play and it's really extremely vulgar and about psychological really just unbelievably fucked up stuff and I only I'm being serious here the only reason why I bought it is because I love this person's art style and it's beautiful the way they draw I didn't really know what the hell the books were about until I opened it and started because all of the books at the convention are like sealed up because they're like porn smut I didn't quite know that like I didn't know I was getting myself into so then I bought them and I was like, oh, and I was like, ooh, kinky. Even though I don't like butt sex or homosexual stuff at all, like at all, I was like, ugh. 
Ugh. Um, whatever. I was just degenerate, so I wound up buying, like, the whole collection. Didn't read them. You know, they were sealed. I felt really guilty about this, and I resold them because I know how expensive they are, and I knew that they would sell, and I don't have nine to five jobs, so I was like, oh, money. I feel horrible about that. And so with the McQueen book, I ripped it up and threw it away, which I should have done with that book. And there's other smut books I had um, that I'm just like, holy shit, this is just, I, what the hell? You know, it's it's insane. Right before I found God again, like where my life was headed, it was absolute degeneracy. Um, and the stuff that I was allowing in my life and accepting was nothing you know, completely like Sodom and Gomorrah, which is a whole story in the Bible about two cities that were all about degeneracy, bestiality, homosexuality, uh, pedophilia, all that crap, you know, and I think Jesus um, wiped them off. So, you know, I was really headed down that path, like, and in ways that I'm really, is way too personal to actually go further into telling you guys, it's, it's worse than what I've already told you. Um, it's just too personal. Um, I guess right now. Yeah. So anyway, um, with that, thank you guys for listening. Uh, whoever's still listening, you know, I know that people, or I know that if you don't keep up with your podcast, um, consecutively, like weekly, uh, then you'll definitely just lose listeners. And I feel really awful about that and sad, but, uh, you know, for those few stragglers that are still out there listening, thanks. I, I love you guys. And it really valued my small um, podcast family. Um, if you are curious about God and the Bible and want to know more about Jesus, watch the series called The Chosen. It's freaking amazing. You have to download the app called The Chosen, or I think it's just called Chosen. I mean, just just watch the first episode. It's really well done. It's beautiful. It made me cry every time. It's just so wonderful. Excuse me, Lordy. I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, read the Bible, read the Bible. Um, yeah. Or just like I said before, pray to Jesus, pray to God and be like, I don't, I don't know what you're all about. Um, show me something, you know, um, he always listens no matter where you are in your life. There's no sin too big that he won't like, he'll reject you or something. It's just not a thing. Once you understand Jesus' love, you'll understand that he would never reject you if, you, if you're seeking him. So, with that, I guess uh, Father's Day is coming up. Happy Father's Day. And, I don't know, uh, you know, hang in there. Um, it's a bumpy ride. The world's getting fully, I mean, it is fully satanic going on now, man. Um, just, I'm telling you, like, f- me personally, obviously, I'm the one saying it. Reading the Bible and praying to God and following God gives me absolute peace in this chaos that's going on in the world. I'm telling you that because I lived through it. I mean, I was so anxious and whatnot in California. And um, I don't know, just God really, really immensely helps follow in him and trust him. And you'll you'll be fine, man, to be honest. So <clears throat> thank you guys so much for listening. You can support my work by heading to paypal.me forward slash LP Foster Kittens, which is a PayPal donation, the one-time donation. Or you can subscribe on my subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. And that's a, a, you know, a basically monthly subscriber type business. And um, I guess that's all for now. Thank you guys so much for listening. You matter and your voice matters. Um, Keep on, keep on trucking. All right. God bless. 
Hey there, thanks so much for listening to this podcast and making it this far into it. You can support my podcast and what I do many a ways. Head to my website, which is lindsayplatotionart.com forward slash shop. There's all sorts of goodies you can buy there on my website, like the skeptic pin, the adult human female pin, the adult human male pin. There's all sorts of uh, embroidery goodies and crafty goodies that I make myself that you can support by purchasing these items. Or head to mysubscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens and become a rational revolutioneer where you can support my podcast with a monthly subscription or head to paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens where you can leave a one-time donation or multiple however you want to do it. A free way to help out this podcast is to share this podcast on social media with your friends or leave a Apple Podcast review, which just head to Apple Podcasts, scroll down, leave a five-star review and write up a little comment. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast in whatever way you're able to support it. Until next time, party people.